0: Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode on Talk Architecture Podcast. I'm your host, Nazati Muhammad Yakub, and today's topic is to do with identity politics. Not just identity, but the politics side of it. May it be to do with architecture, the architect, architectural designer and other designers. My interest on this topic comes from, at first, disability identity, but then I reflect on the architect identity, in which I identify with. I would like to put aside the argument regarding whether you're a professional architect, a registered architect, under the registration board, or that you were trained as an architect, and that you are not an architect that is licensed, but someone who does architecture for many, many years, be it as a designer or a design practitioner, or be it as an academic. At one point or another during your lifetime, you wanted to be a registered professional, but you could have been, you know, doesn't have the time to do it, or you tried to do it but it didn't work or it didn't work out and so on but someone who started in architecture when they were in their 20s usually until they're in their 60s now that's 40 years long 20 plus 40 60 20 years long 20 to 40 years long so when you said 40 years long Like myself, I still identify myself as an architect. So we're going to put aside that debate. Identity politics is something that is around us, in which one would put us higher or better or well-regarded or certified than other people. But that doesn't matter, actually because that's to do with institutional affiliation. What we want to do is about the self, the human being, how the human being operate, to do with the psyche, psychology, to do with uh, identity in a sense, um, how one feels. And that is something that is inside of you. And whether you profess it or not, That is something that you can keep, you can have. And no one can take that away from you. Of course, we're thinking about a situation where there is no coercion or there is no um, penalty or punitive measures to go against something or something that is in the professional way that we think about what is professionals and what are professionalism. In some contexts, we're not thinking about that. We're talking about the validation of yourself, your worth, to identify as one, as an architect. Now, but why I'm going to talk about this is because I would like to put into context architecture education. Architecture education, as we know it, is some sort of uh, a lifelong learning Uh, Of a person who will identify themselves or has identified themselves as an architect, even though they were a student. Now, it's an operative word more than anything else, because um, we'd like to have the, the knowledge of understanding this in order to solve problems. It's like ideas that we can brainstorm in order to solve problems. And what is the problem? The problem is there are people being trained to be an architect that feel that they need to leave the profession. Does that make them less of an architect? So it's kind of like a flexible thing your life. Flexible yet adaptable to certain situations in which you were trained in the architecture field but you're you're in the field you're in the area but the job role is the diff- it could be different traditional job roles i mean from god knows when i think it was the 19th century when the architecture profession was established and that was something that was taught to you in school in architecture school about the history of architecture about the history of the profession and so on. Thinking that you're an architect or feeling more likely that you're identifying as one makes you able to makes you uh, be part of something, part of a community which are people who love architecture or like architecture or have their job in the architectural field. So you are part of this So the so-called family or community who has, um, taken into architecture at a very young age in about your twenties. And you have dallied and uh, dabbled with in architecture. And you decided, some of you decided to take the traditional path in being an architect, meaning, um, you finish architecture school, you win into licensure, get your license, be a professional architect, practice, may it be in a company or self-employed, and then you stuck to it until you're 60-something or even 70-something, like Louis Kahn. Louis Kahn, started late actually in architecture that was interesting and, and he died as an architect on his way to presenta- presenting his work at the uh, railway station so there are some of us like that i've heard of people who change course um close the architecture company and do other things obviously or become a developer or become a, uh, something else a business ma- uh, person and uh, there are people like that and that is fine but to stay the course for 40 years since your 20s to your 60s and in, in sticking to architecture that shows a sense of identity that you will not let go as for myself I, I read on architecture I still practice architecture but in, in a specialized way And um, I taught architecture for 35 years, plus doing some practice in between. So what I'm trying to say is that I stuck to architecture. I didn't think of anything else. And even if I were to do a coaching program to do with the mental health of architects, I still stuck with architecture. I still kept at it. I still identify myself as an architect. Nothing wrong with that that is me talking about myself. It's not me saying that uh, I can, I'm going to practice as an architect without a license. No. What it is, is that I identify myself as an architect and I'm proud of it. And because I, I have so much knowledge in architecture and I could talk about architecture freely with anyone, I can even talk about things that I haven't had much experience, but I have had people talking to me or had conversations with regard to some things about architecture that I could understand and um, it's not like I'm I'm uh, it's not like I'm, I'm ignorant no, no I can't really hold a conversation about architecture so we as uh, those who are identify as an architect we, Are a special group in a way that there is some things that we talk about that no other people would understand and the way we are the way we, we look at things and appreciate things and we could relate that you know we could look at a building and we know what which year it was built based on the building elements we could um we can even go into fashion, or we can even go into other designs, because we have that sensibilities of understanding about styling. We have the sensibilities of the context or the history of that time, and it's through our readings and through our, through our experiences while traveling and picking up things that we're able to hold on, or hold onto a conversation. Uh, with other people who are similarly uh, ha- have a similar background to us, like those who identify themselves as architects. So, this is something that I would like to touch upon when I talk about identity politics. Politics is something that you think about a hierarchy of power, um, and. There need to be a control of the use of the word architect out there because of identity politics in architecture and the architect in different countries. Some countries, uh, would penalize someone who use the, the, uh, themselves who use it to professionally or in business context the word architect they would penalize you but they won't they won't really care whether you talk about it at all or you, you, you call yourself an architect meaning that they 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 know that it's not really um, something that that is harmful to them because the system works for them. So in a country where uh, the system doesn't really protect the architect. They would be protective of the word architect and they would be extra cautious or extra mindful of whether other people misappropriate the word, the name architect. So you see, depending on how, um, how stable the situation is in that country with regard to that profession, and I wouldn't say more than that because if I were to say anything more than that, it could be uh, based on ignorance, or it could be based on um, someone who has not researched as much as they should. But I would just talk about my observations, and these are the observations that I could make. Um, and you know, it's whether we want to to to. Uh, partake in that conversation or not whether it is important to discuss it in a public forum or in public discussions you can get a lot of information from whatsapp groups uh, or facebook groups or a discussion in forums at the side in between uh, sessions about people's concern for example uh someone i knew who uh, who was an ex student would talk about this issue to me Uh, i was curious to why he would talk to me about it i suppose maybe due to the podcast or the the sort of thing that i would discuss in the podcast Um, particularly with this issue of professional architect or not and identity politics Now I came from a different angle of identity politics totally from the disability identity which is not to do with the profession at all is to do with a human being that could be impaired and depending on the age when they were impaired could be born with an impairment or a very young child who grew up with the impairment Uh, or is someone who has not been impaired at all and when they 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 are getting older they come up with all these challenges that makes them a disabled person so the perception or the view or the feelings of being disabled is depending on when you are impaired because when does the conversation start when do people start discussing things is it when the 20s is it when the 30s is it when the 40s 50s 60s and why do they converse such things is it because they are uh, an activist and they are concerned about what's social injustice or what's happening to um, disabled persons in that country whether they have equal opportunities like everyone else and participate in the ma- uh, the mainstream of life there are a lot of things that come into question when you talk about Id- identity politics in the context of disability so that's all I want to say that I'm coming from this direction this premise when I discuss about identity politics because when it comes to disabled persons now the hot topic in my country, Malaysia, is whether we want to change the word disabled persons to differently able person," and that was cited by the minister. Architects don't have that issue, do they? I mean, they don't have the minister of Public Works, um, the minister in charge of the architecture profession, uh, telling the United Nations, we want to change the word architect to something else. You know, it's, it's a profession thing. It's something to do with, the, with um, professional ethics and conduct. It has to do with professional practice and other aspects of the Architects Act. But you don't have a Disabled Persons Act in a way... That telling that same old story um well we have the word disabled person and they want to change it to differently abled by a non-disabled minister is you know you i'm just contrasting because these are the two identities that i have a disabled person identity and an architect identity you see i'm just giving this identity politics is angle where uh, the architect is very much um, uh, very much concerned with the same old issues come out when they discuss things in my country the issues of foreign architects getting jobs and so now they're trying to rectify it by saying that Foreign architects cannot do um cannot get Malaysian jobs, um or a certain amount of um, uh jobs that uh, jobs that are of a certain credibility or a certain cost. To be built, so they come up with that. But I'm I'm really not that sure exactly, uh, what the statement was. But those were the concerns that I keep on hearing the complaints. Um, the complaints as well, the second complaints is uh, those who are not professional architects or those who are not do not have license um, taking the jobs that architects should be doing from the client and giving a lower price so they get the jobs and that is unfair. So who do they channel this? grouses or complaints obviously to the Malaysian Institute of Architecture uh, which is an institution that that supports them supports architect and they would address it to the government with regard, with regard to procurement and, and contracts um, so so that is just a functional thing where where it's to do with um, procedures and systems, a procurement, where there need to be a problem that the government would need to handle as well because much of the government's job is the issue here. And the other clients, developers, they could do what they want to do and the government can't really control that part So in business, architects are to do with businesses and the cash flow issues of architecture companies in which they needed to survive is very much uh, an issue with, with um, startups or companies that have one man show or one person show and companies are just um, trying to survive um on their own younger architects selling out and these it can be either you you will get to a level that you want to be or get to a level uh, not get to that level and you lost money and you need to rethink and and work with another with a company those are some of the problems that the architect has and the identity of the architect become less of a designer of someone who designed, but more of construction management and and something which they did not think about that they they, they did not think that they're going to be end up doing so the architect's identity is is flexible adaptable throughout their life in the whole of their life, since the twenty until their 60s, they could change or adapt to change. They could be self-employed. They could be employed by a company. Or they could become an academic for a while. Or they could be writing. Or they could dabble in fashion or other design. And that is something, to be honest, um legitimate or that is something that is normal in a way and that is something that is as natural as they can be because of the nature of architecture it's not fixed this profession called architecture or the architect it's not really a profession that is like medical for profession which is less in flux which is uh more straightforward in a way that uh, one doesn't veer that far from the main thing that one does. So, in conclusion, um, I would like to to finish this identity politics topic uh, giving a summary of one or two points. The first point being that the identity politics in arch- as an architect is more to do with the whether you're a professional or not a professional. The identity politics of architect could be forty years worth of being an architect and being adaptable and flexible to the circumstances where you could be employed differently um, due to the cash flow issues and um, how you want to learn architecture, how you want how you identify your love or your, your passion in architecture And um, that in itself, that in itself is a whole topic by itself. So maybe I will tackle with the issue of identifying yourself as an architect and how you uh, kept to it, how you have kept to being an architect, to feeling yourself as an architect and why that is important to you. Cheers.